0: Do you ever feel like people just love to hate bond investing? You know, something can be true whether you believe it or not. Well, guess what? Now is a great time to invest in bonds. So you don't want to miss today's episode of the Retirement Income Show as Michael and I are going to explain why the conditions are perfect right now for investing in bonds and bond-like instruments. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show, powered by the Retirement Income Source and brought to you by Stearns Retirement Group, hosted by David Stearns. If you're one of the 70 plus million baby boomers within 10 to 15 years of retirement, this show was designed for you. The Retirement Income Show with your host, David Stearns. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show. I'm Dave Stearns, and I'm here with my good buddy, Michael Easton, and together, We are hosting the Retirement Income Show, where we want to talk to you, if you're a bond naysayer out there, if you're down on bonds, we want to talk about that. It's really easy to find people that just hate bonds, Michael. So I just want to say, before we get into all the reasons why now is the right time for our listeners to invest in bond and bond-like instruments, Michael, why in the past do you think people have been so stinking down on bonds?
1: Yeah, that's a great general question, Dave. And I think one of the things that causes such a problem in the bond world is that Wall Street has trained the general public to invest for growth and buy and hold and don't bother looking at the market because it's up and it's down, et cetera. And yet at the same time, the growth over the long term and yet if people are investing in the bond market or investing in bonds for the right reasons, generally, it's because they want income. Now, there are some opportunities for growth periodically and in different strategies. But I think when people don't see growth like stock market growth, then they tend to get a little bit disenfranchised. And at the same time, the reality is Investing in bonds is kind of like watching the paint dry if you're doing it for the right reasons or watching the grass grow, right? You've heard those cliches, but it can solve some very big problems that people have.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And I'm glad we're going to be talking about how bonds can really solve big problems that people have. And definitely when interest rates, you know, when they were beginning to just kind of gradually go up, you know, bond values go down. And so people just kind of wrote bonds off. But goodness gracious, if you're listening to Michael and I today, you don't want to change your radio station because we're going to be talking about why now is a perfect time to invest in bonds. But I think before we get into that, maybe what I'd like to do is just help our listeners understand really what even a bond is and how it's different from a stock. I mean, I think the big thing that I love people to understand is that when you buy that individual bond, let's say you buy a bond, Michael, from Dell Computers, at that moment you just mm-hmm. made Dell Computers a loan. You're really right. not. Uh, you're, you're a debt investor. You're not a, an equity investor. And so, you know, at the end of the day, if Dell Computers stays in business, they have a debt obligation to you as a bondholder. I'm not really that concerned about Dell Computer being able to pay back bonds. So. That's one of the key differences or one of the key understandings I want our clients to know is that a bond is a debt, not an equity instrument. But what are different ways, Michael, that clients can access bonds? And I feel like some of them are not as advantageous as others.
1: Well, that's true, Dave, but I don't want to gloss over the comment that you just made too quickly because that's really important. The difference between a stock and a bond, it's like night and day if you buy the stock of a company, then in a sense, you're speculating, right? Because you don't really know how that company is going to do. And in days gone by, it used to be a lot easier to do technical analysis on a company and expect that they're going to grow or not grow based on the management and the way things operate. Well, now too much of the value of a stock is based on speculation. It's based on public perception and, and not really technical analysis. Whereas bond investing is just that. It's technical analysis. I want to know if that company has the cash flow to support my interest payments for the life of the bond. That's really important. And if you're looking at a risk side, well, look, even if the company does have a problem, then depending on the type of bond that you purchase, then you have a higher priority of getting paid back if things go south. That's not the case at all with equity investing and buying common stock. So people need to understand how important those distinctions are as the difference between buying a common stock and buying a bond. Well, if you're listening to the
0: retirement income show and your mind is opening up to the reality that bonds might be right for you, but you're not sure. Yeah. I just want to invite you to give me a call toll free and request a complimentary retirement risk review. You can call me toll free at 844 973 2559. And with this complimentary retirement risk review, we're going to really talk through your situation, talk about how much risk you're taking. And we'll actually do an analysis and try to figure out if, Hey, maybe bonds might be right for you and might even help with some of the risk side and lowering some of the risk side and even increasing the income side for you. So give me a call toll free, 844-973-2559. Request your free retirement risk review and I'll look forward to talking over this with you. I'm Dave Stearns. I'm here with my friend, Michael Eastham, And together, you know, we are the Retirement Income Show. And what we're doing today is we're pushing back hard on all of those bond naysayers out there as we talk about why now is a perfect time to be thinking about investing in bonds.
1: Well, Dave, I think it is important for people to understand that there are lots of different ways to invest in bonds. Too many people think that there's only one way to do it, and that's using bond funds. That's not the case. There are some differences. You can buy an individual bond, which is definitely the safest way to do it, but you can also use bond funds. Basically, the definition of a bond fund is the stock of a company that owns bonds. You don't even own the bonds. You see, if you own individual bonds, then you have two real important guarantees or contracts with the company that issues them. You mentioned it earlier. A bond is a debt. It is a contractual debt obligation of the company that issues that bond. That first contract is interest. They're going to pay you interest that's consistent throughout the life of that bond. That's important because you need income for your retirement. And then the second one, the second contract has to do with when that bond matures. And when that bond matures, you get your principal back. Those are two really key contracts that you have. But that's not necessarily the case with bond funds, is it, Dave? No, it's definitely not the case, Michael. And you know,
0: it's funny. We've got a regular listener in our area named Larry, and I'm going to give him a shout out because he absolutely has a pretty uh, funny time with his wife and gives her a big elbow in the car when they're listening because he thinks I talk about bond funds all the time. But you know what? For the naysayers out there, this is critical stuff, Michael. I want to talk about the differences that you just talked about, the two key things that happen in an individual bond versus owning the bond fund and why it's better to have the individual bond. But I kind of want to mention something that you said earlier. You talked about investing in an individual bond is the safest way. Now, see the naysayers out there, Michael, they're saying, oh no, that's not right. Buying individual bonds is not safe. So I want you to talk a little bit to our listeners about Why is it a better way and why would you call it safe?
1: Well, you think about that. Most of the guys that are out there talking about markets and investing, they're focused on one thing and one thing only, and that's market value. Market value is up and down. And when you look at your statement, then you see that market value every single month. It's going to be higher one month, lower another month. And emotionally, you're happy when it's up, but you're not so happy when it's down. Well, look, that's the same thing that you're going to see in your bond investments. If you own individual bonds or even bond funds for that matter, you're going to see market values up and market values down. The difference is how are you benefiting from bonds versus bond funds? You see individual bonds, like I said a minute ago, they're going to pay you interest on a regular and consistent basis. So that's real cash that you can spend. And the CPA in me says, show me the money. I want to see the money that I can spend. And yet that's not the case with bond funds. Yes, you might have a little bit higher interest on a bond fund than you would have on a stock fund. But the fact is, you're not going to get all your income from a bond fund. The reality there is that you're going to end up having to sell shares in order to generate income. That's where the danger comes in. That's where the market value can really hurt you if you're retired and trying to rely on income in retirement. It's a dangerous game that our listeners need to understand the distinction, so that they can have the retirement they've always dreamed of and deserve.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're listening right now, you understand that bonds are kind of a big deal in retirement. And if you're near or in retirement, and if you want to know if you should be in bonds versus bond mutual funds, hey, this is that time in the show where I get to give you a white page paper. Just give me a call toll free at eight four four nine. The word really. That's right, eight four four nine r e a l l y request the branded white page paper called bond versus bond mutual funds and we'll get it sent out to you right away again you don't want to miss out on this paper that the sterns retirement group has branded bond versus bond mutual funds call me toll free 844-973-2559 and we'll put a copy of that in your hands right away i'm dave sterns i'm here with my good friend Michael Easton. And together we're hosting your retirement income show where we're pushing back hard on all the bond naysayers out there who might just be listening to us. Well, Michael, that was really a great point you were making about why bonds could be considered safer. And I think one of the things I want to add to that would just be that we can really get a great diversification by getting a lot of bonds. I know in your portfolios and my portfolios, We tend to get a plethora of bonds. We might have bonds be like two, two and a half, three, three and a half percent of the overall value of the entire account. And we may end up with eight, 10, 12 individual bonds. So not only do you have a good diversification and a spread of risk, but you really have control over your income. And you have control over the outcome in a bond where you don't have it in those bond mutual funds. You really get that stable income because that income is based on par value. So even though the balance of the bond is going up and down in value, the income is stable because it's based on the par value. And then, heck, Michael, when the issuer of the bond decides to call the bond back in, if it's a callable bond, well, guess what happens? The client's going to get the par value back by contract. So that's why I think I really want to just agree with you that bonds could be considered way safer for our listeners.
1: That's so true. And making sure that people understand, you know—you hit on a point there that I want to drill a little bit on, and that has to do with the diversification. I like to tell our clients that a diversified portfolio is both vertically and horizontally. Vertically in terms of bonds and preferred stocks and other types of bond-like instruments, and then horizontally within each of those categories. So we spread your allocation in bonds across multiple companies. So then you diversify that risk. And like you said, income comes in from each of those positions on a regular basis. It's a systematic payout. That's what you have to understand. That's the predictability. You don't get that at all with a bond fund. You don't know how much income you're going to get from one month to the other. That's why it's so critical to make sure you understand the allocation that you need as you approach or you enter retirement.
0: I'm Dave Stearns and I'm here with my good buddy, Michael Easton. And today we're having a great show. We're both your co-hosts and we're talking about bonds and why today really is a great time to be investing in bonds. But for those of you who might just be joining us today, you know, we make it really easy for you to get caught up, not only on earlier part of today's episode, but if you want to go to www.incomeisking.com, that's incomeisking.com, there you can get caught up on today's episodes, you can listen to previous episodes, you can even sign up for my monthly newsletter, even watch some educational videos, incomeisking.com. That way you can keep renewing your financial mind in between the episodes from week to week. Of the retirement income show. Michael, I got to tell you, you kind of got me all interested in investing in bonds as you were kind of telling everyone they don't want to miss out on why now is such a great time to invest in bonds. But before we go there, I just want to kind of close out what we were talking about earlier. And really, for those naysayers, I want them to understand those people that tell you that bonds are illiquid, that's really not accurate. You know, good publicly traded bonds can be bought and sold in the open market. I mean, yeah, you got to bid and you got to ask and you got to get a buyer. But what we have found is it's not really difficult to liquidate a bond if the clay were to need to get out of the bond. Of course, you might have to sell it for a capital gain. Of course, you might have to sell it for a capital loss. But bonds really are not illiquid. But let's just say we want to now talk about, all right, well, maybe they're not illiquid why should I even consider investing for bonds right now? So Michael, why do you think in your perspective, what are you seeing to make you think that now's a great time to invest in bonds?
1: Well, just to leverage what you just said, Dave, bonds do provide liquidity. In fact, the bond market is bigger than the stock market. People don't really even understand that. There's a much larger liquidity pool in debt instruments than there is in the stock market. But to help people understand why now is such a great time to be investing in bonds, it's important for them to understand what impacts the prices of bonds. You know, in the last two years, we've seen the Federal Reserve raise interest rates at the fastest pace in over two decades. That's incredible. So that means that when interest rates go up that fast, then bond values that are in the secondary market, the bond values tend to move in the opposite direction. So you have interest rates that go up and bond values go down. That means that if you were to sell a bond or buy a bond, then you'd be buying that same bond at a lower price point than it was issued. Now, if you're holding on to that bond till it matures, it doesn't affect you at all. If you're selling the bond, you're likely to take a loss. But if you're like us and we're buying bonds, I'm jumping up and down because we're dollar cost averaging. We're able to buy higher yield bonds at a lower price point. That's a great opportunity. And usually you buy that at a shorter duration, meaning that the bond is going to mature in fewer years than it was originally issued. That's a great opportunity for you to capitalize not only on fixed income payments, but also the knowledge that when that bond matures, if you paid $4,000 for that bond, It's likely to mature at $5,000. That's a great opportunity for you, not only to get income, but to get total return as well.
0: Yeah, it's so good. I mean, right now you're talking about, you know, the gold standard of investing is buying low and selling. high. Well, you have this opportunity to buy bonds at a discount right now. So you all of a sudden come into a good, solid bond opportunity and you're buying at a discount. You're already buying it with equity, so to speak, built right. That you know, built you in equity because you know what the poor value is. So that's really dynamic. So I really want to enlist this to really key in on what you said, because when interest rates go up fast, it's a headwind for bonds, so they're down in value. But the reality is, is the Federal Reserve they haven't really declared a definitive victory over inflation, but they're using words and language like we've achieved a soft landing, and more than likely, pretty soon, the market already kind of believes, Michael, that they're done pretty soon right. once we know that they're done raising rates. And if interest rates were to level off and begin to go back down, we're at the end of a Fed tightening cycle, which means when rates go back down, bond values are going to go up. So you can buy right right now and pretty much secure some dynamic income for retirement, knowing that when this tightening cycle ends, if we get into anything like a recession, a reverse course, you're going to pick up some total return, some growth on top of your income that's pretty dynamic right now.
1: Not only that, Dave, but we've already seen the 10-year treasury yield come down. It peaked just a little over 5%. Now it's like 4.29, 4.25%. That's a big drop in the 10-year treasury. So that's a big deal as well, because we're seeing that the general sentiment is that interest rates are going to start coming down. That means that, as you said, but that bond values are going to start to increase. That's great for your portfolios. You know You're going to start to see it on the statements. But I always tell clients, don't focus on the market value of the statement. You want to focus on the income. We want to make sure that our clients have the income they need on a consistent and dependable basis so that they can pay the bills that they have. They can travel when they're in retirement and do all the things that they desire to do throughout their retirements. And it's a big deal.
0: Well, Michael just said it's a big deal. You know, It is a big deal to be retired and have enough income to stay successfully retired. And by now, you're realizing that bonds provide stable, predictable, renewable income in retirement. If you're wondering if you should be having more bonds or if you have bonds or if you have bond mutual funds, if you'd like to have a complimentary retirement risk review with me, yours truly, one of the co-hosts of the Retirement Income Show. Just call me toll free at 844-973-2559. That's 844-973-2559 and request a complimentary retirement risk review. And we will talk about whether bonds and individual bond-like instruments make sense for you. And we'll talk about the kind of risk you're taking. We'll really sort out some of those key questions that you might have as a result of today's retirement income show. I'm Dave Stearns and I'm here with my good friend and buddy Michael Easton and together we are the Retirement Income Show co-hosting today's program where we're really talking about why now is just a great time to invest in bonds. Well, Michael, I know that we've talked a lot on today's show about bonds and I think we want to let our listeners know there's some other bond-like instruments that they ought to be thinking about, but I just want to point out one last thing about bonds that I want our listeners to understand because they don't have paychecks if they're retired. You know, it's kind of a big deal. I feel like Wall Street just ignores yeah. how big of it, how big of a deal it is to go without paychecks, but they could be thinking, you know, Michael and David, they could be thinking, wait a minute. Now, if my bond is going up and down in value, so does my income. That's not true. I really want to point that out, Michael, that when you buy that individual bond, you have a par value, and so the repayment of interest is based on the par value, so you have stable income repayments or true fixed income for the life of that bond, even though the bond itself is going up and down. That's what makes bond investing dynamic. But one other instruments, Michael, are there out there for our listeners? That would function kind of like a bond or a bond proxy, if you will, in their portfolios,
1: yeah, there are a few other things that we want to uh, just touch on. We should probably do another program on uh, on some of those items as well. But I want to point out one other thing, Dave. You know we kind of beat up bond funds. and the reality is that generally speaking, for our clients, individual bonds are a better option. But if you don't have enough money to diversify in a portfolio of individual bonds, well, look, a bond fund can provide you some income, but the fact is, if you have enough cash, if you have enough money, typically our clients, if they want bonds in their portfolios, we're using individual bonds to create their own, call it a bond fund, if you will, but you don't have a third-party fee that you're paying in addition to the asset fee. So it's a better way to go. You've got more control in that particular situation. And it's a critical difference. in you hit it right on the head in terms of the fixed income aspect. And that is because you got a contract. You have a contract for fixed income payments. That's why a bond is called a fixed income security. And when we talk about different types of other bond proxies or instruments that are similar to bonds, I mean, one item that comes to mind is something called a preferred stock. And a preferred stock is a different class of stock other than a common stock. When most people think about a stock, They think about buy low and sell high. Well, that's not the case with a preferred stock. You buy a preferred stock at 25 bucks a share, you're doing it because you have a fixed contractual dividend payment. And that dividend doesn't fluctuate with the market value of the preferred stock. It's consistent. So in that way, it is very much like a bond. One of the areas where it's a little different is just the fact that typically a preferred stock is not going to have a maturity date like a bond would it's going to be much, much longer in terms of its duration. But the fact is the issuer has the ability to call a preferred stock in and they have that option to redeem it, meaning that they'll give you your $25 per share back. So it's kind of like a soft protection on your investment principle. And if they don't call it in, guess what? You get that fixed contractual income payment that will last for as long as that issue is out there.
0: Well, this has been a great show Michael and I have had today, and we're really talking now, we're looking right down the barrel of investing for income and retirement. That's really what we're talking about. You know, It's not a bad idea since you need income in retirement. So I've got a book you don't want to miss out on. It's called Common Sense Income Strategies. It's really a simple step-by-step way to maximize your income in retirement. And guess what? It's written by Michael Eastham, the co-host on the Retirement Income Show. I want to put a copy of this in your hand, but I've got limited quantities of this. This is a very popular book on Amazon, so you got to be one of the first five callers today. Call me toll-free at 844-973-2559. That's 844-973-2559. And if you're one of the first five callers to request the book, Common Sense Income Strategies by Michael Easton, I'll get it FedExed out to you right away. I'm Dave Stearns and I'm here with my friend Michael East. I'm in together. We are the retirement income show and we're really talking about why now is a great time to be investing in bonds. Well, that was a pretty dynamic discussion there on preferred stocks. You know, I want people to understand preferred stocks are not common stocks that we like better. They're not preferential. You know, if a common stock is an apple, a preferred stock is an orange. It is more bond-like than anything else, as Michael has explained. And it has that poor value, which means stable, predictable income. And you know what, Michael? We've got some clients that have been in some preferred stocks for a long, long, long time. We manage the up and downness, so to speak, of the value of that stock. But guess what? As long as that preferred stock is still in business, that issuing company our clients are getting a heck of a lot of income just off of that stock. Those chickens lay some great eggs. Well, there's some other chickens out right. there that we're back to farming that lay some great eggs. I mean, there's other things, Michael, like publicly traded real estate investment trust. There's things like business development companies. What other things might come to your mind as we leave our listeners with some other ways to think about investing for stable income and retirement?
1: Yeah. And probably one of the other options is just value stocks or companies that tend to pay a higher than average dividend yield. And you do have some growth potential with those stocks as well, but you do end up with a little more risk there. So you've got to be able to stomach that. So maybe a portion of the money, depending on what your income needs are, could be allocated toward those value stocks, but every situation is going to be a little bit different.
0: Man, Michael, I don't know where the time goes. It's always fun to record the Retirement Income Show with you. We've had a good time sort of pushing back on the bond naysayers. But listen, we're going to be back next week. And to you listeners, we want to invite you to come back again. But until we meet again, hey, make it a great day in the Classic City. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with David Stearns, call 844 9 really that's eight four four nine R 9 really Really. And for more information about our program, visit us online at IncomeIsKing.com. That's IncomeIsKing.com.
1: Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Stern's Retirement Group and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Stern's Retirement Group is a franchise of Retirement Income Source, LLC. Retirement Income Source, LLC and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities.